0: You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut. It is a Friday right before Labor Day weekend, September 3rd. Looking forward to breaking everything down with you, for you, together here on the Buck Sexton Show podcast. We've got the Biden economy is sluggish. You could also say crappy. Why I won't support spending another $3.5 trillion. That's Joe Manchin in the Wall Street Journal. Uh-oh, Democrat spending package got a little problem here. Will they scrap the filibuster over abortion rights? And the court-packing idea for this White House is still very much alive. So we'll get into all of that. As you can see, we are racked and stacked here in the Freedom Hut today. When running a uh, a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations. And HR manager salaries aren't cheap. An average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. It's month-to-month, no hidden fees cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. For all the folks out there running a business, let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now for your free HR audit. That's B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash buck, Bambi.com slash buck. Biden having to do a little bit of cleanup on aisle five this morning as the numbers came out uh, for the month of August. Uh, Employees, I'm sorry, uh, job hiring situation here. Uh, you've got employers adding two hundred and thirty-five thousand jobs in August. They had been expecting seven hundred and twenty-five thousand jobs, so they, they they thought it would be two thirty-five. Ended up being, uh, or they thought it'd be seven twenty-five. Ended up being two thirty-five. This is really bad. This shows an economy that is not recovering the way it should. That is not healthy. That is stalling out. And yeah, sure, people are piling money into the stock market. That's because if you have assets, you know that inflation will also likely inflate those assets. So this is why you have a stock market going up and up, housing prices going up and up. But for people that are relying on wages and having to deal with what the actual inflation pressure is on their day-to-day bills, it's not good. It's a tax on everyone. That's what inflation is, and a tax that affects people who have less in terms of assets. And so what did Biden do? The usual. You know, know, it's jobs, middle class, you know, from Scranton. I'm going to tell you about the time I had the thing with the job and, you know, middle class and, you know, steel workers and iron workers. Joe Biden was renting, I think, a $30,000 a month, uh, house when he lived in D.C. This is not somebody who has spent a lot of time around iron workers. He's been a U.S. Senator for longer than I've been alive. He was vice president before that. I don't think he's a guy that you really, you know, his whole game, the whole pretense of Joe Biden is, you yeah, know, I'm just I'm just like you. i oh, just, just another. Yeah, he lives in like a three million dollar house in Delaware. He's worth, I think, 15 million dollars on paper, something like that right now. Yeah, he's not just like all the folks out there who are struggling, you know. But this is what he does. The guy's been giving the same speech, good paying jobs, union jobs, middle class for decades. And it just works, unfortunately. I mean, this is the most most basic uh most opportunistic political messaging you could get anywhere. I mean, that's what you see from Joe Biden. And nobody should be even a little bit surprised about this because Democrats aren't good at this whole economy thing. They're good at socialism, they're good at making people feel either envious or feel oppressed, but they're not good at helping to create prosperity. They they are not actually able because of the way they approach everything to clear the way for the American people to let their business be business. But it's a a huge economic uh blow to the Biden administration for this month right now given They're still putting out those $300 payments. You know, they extended that. And you have some places, New York City, for example, trying to extend the uh, eviction moratorium. What they're doing is just putting pressure on people for the benefit of other people. And they're not actually allowing things to go back to normal. And of course, what are they blaming? The Delta variant and the unvaccinated. There's always going to be someone in Biden's world. There's always going to be someone else to blame. It's never that he's just not very smart. It's, it's never that he's just not very good at this job. Uh, that, that can't be the case. That can't be the issue at hand because, you know, he's been in politics so long. So none of this is surprising. We knew Joe Biden was not very bright. We knew that the socialists around him were going to be making far too many of the decisions. And beyond that, what we can see is they have nothing to point to right now that is going well. There is not a single thing that these Democrats can say, oh, look, look at what we're look at what we've been up to here. We are really getting it done. We're really making this happen. Um, Other than, of course, socialism and and bad things. Speaking of which, why I won't support another three point five trillion. This in The Wall Street Journal, Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin with a shot across the bow of the. Socialist, because this guy who wants to keep his job as a senator in West Virginia, amid inflation, debt, and the inevitability of future crises, Congress needs to take a strategic pause. Here's what he writes: The nation face nation faces an unprecedented array of challenges and will inevitably encounter additional crises in the future. Yet some in Congress have a strange belief there is an infinite supply of money. To deal with any current or future crisis and that spending trillions upon trillions will have no negative consequences for the future. He writes, I disagree. An overheating economy has imposed a costly inflation tax on middle and working class Americans. Oh, wow. Who does he sound like? Because it's true. At twenty eight point seven trillion and growing, the nation's debt has reached record levels over the past 18 months. We've spent more than five trillion dollars responding to the coronavirus pandemic. Now, Democratic congressional leaders propose to pass the largest single spending bill in history with no regard to rising inflation, crippling debt or the inevitability of future crises. Ignoring the fiscal consequences of our policy choices will create a disastrous future for the next generation of Americans. Wow. Look at that. Joe Manchin standing in the way of the socialist lunacy of the Democrat Party. Turns out that they can't get everybody to march entirely in lockstep, it seems. He goes on and makes it very clear. I, for one, won't support a $3.5 trillion bill or anywhere near that level of additional spending without greater clarity about why Congress chooses to ignore the serious effects inflation and debt have on existing government programs. This is even more important now as the Social Security and Medicare trustees have sounded the alarm that these life-saving programs will be insolvent and benefits could start to be reduced as soon as 2026 for Medicare and 2033, a year earlier than previously projected for Social Security. Here he is just, he's saying what is obvious. And isn't it fascinating that Democrats pretend like it's not? We are spending too much money. We spent trillions of dollars in effectively COVID stimulus. We continue to spend all kinds of money that, takes us deeper and deeper into debt. And what do we get out of it? What is the, the upside of it? Well, of course, Democrats get to pay off constituencies that they like. They put themselves in a position where they're in charge, right? This is all about their power. But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's bad, folks. It's a bad situation here. Um, the Biden administration is incompetent. They're incompetent on Afghanistan, on the border, on the economy. And it's not going to change anytime soon. Um, there's, there's nothing about this that you can look at and say, oh, yeah, I think they've, I think they've got a handle on it now. Uh, there, there is nothing but a, a legacy of failure in Biden's first year. Libs are freaking out, however, more about the Texas abortion law than anything else. Um, here is, I mean, I, I honestly, this, they're, they're completely losing their minds. This is going to get very ugly, friends, because... For the first time in my lifetime, and really for the first time since 1973, Roe v. Wade, or I guess maybe you could say since Planned Parenthood v. Casey, abortion is losing uh, legal momentum. It's actually that the tide seems to be turning against it. And for the Democrat Party, that is completely unacceptable because abortion is the single most important thing that exists in America for Democrats, more important than anything else. Uh, they, they refer to the absence of the right to terminate a, a preborn baby uh, for women as a form of enslavement. Right. It, you your body is no longer yours. You no longer have. Corporal autonomy. Uh, or is it corporeal? Um, here is CNN's Ariva Martin. I've never heard of this person before, but here she is giving you. I mean, we'll just go through some of this. How upset, how upset the Libjournos are about the Texas abortion law. Play one.
1: At this moment, it is not clear to me that women will be able to continue to make reproductive uh, you know, choices about their bodies because men, primarily men, but legislatures like those in Texas and other states uh, have decided that they know better. Uh, as it relates to what women should be able to do with respect to their body, and as Laura said, the, the hypocrisy is just nauseating. Can't uh, you know wear a mask, but you can decide that a, a woman can't make choices about her body? Uh, th- this is a wake-up call for women and men all over this country.
0: What does one have to do with the other? Uh, you you can't wear a mask. Do, do they ever care about the fact that the mask-wearing data shows that at best it's it's. Effective in a way that any normal person would would ignore because it's actually so ineffective. It doesn't matter, though. You wear a mask because that's what the smart people do. That's what the people that are in charge tell you to do. Anyway, you, you know how I feel about that and all the data supports it and the people that can't, you know, they can't come to a logical conclusion about it. They're either so emotionally invested or just not very bright. So it's never going to change. Uh, CNN's Allison Camarata over uh, over at CNN She's talking about the dark dystopian undertones. Get ready to hear a lot about The Handmaid's Tale play 2. The
1: dark dystopian undertones
0: of this just cannot be overstated. Let me let me
1: get this straight. A woman in Texas now has to carry her rapist's child to term. That's the new law.
0: Ah, yes. I- immediately we go we go to the 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 Same place that they always uh, take this this debate. Um, And and, and I don't want to take the bait. I don't I don't want to talk about the uh, very, very rare instance that they will find where there is a greater emotional impact of the story they're telling. As a legal matter, Roe v. Wade is bad law. I'm sorry, Libs. I know that they want to pretend otherwise, but it is a make believe right. It does not exist in the Constitution, the right to an abortion. It never existed. And I know they've gotten used to this because they want it. They, they believe it so badly. And the millions of pre-born babies who have lost their lives as a result of this horrific legal monstrosity. That is a stain on the soul of this country. And look, I, I know it's it's frustrating to me as a conservative to know that you talk about this issue and people. Oh, let's 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 have, you know, Lindsey Graham on to talk about how we need to invade another country. Yeah, that'll get ratings or let's. Let's talk about, you know, uh, let's look at our watches. Any moment now, the, the big the bombshell report's going to come out from Durham or something, right? I mean, oh, yeah, let's talk about that. No, this really matters. This really matters. We should not be ceding this debate to the other side because it's uncomfortable. And what Texas has done here, just on a purely legal level, is, is brilliant. I mean, the way they've constructed this law it is confounding the libs. It is confounding, honestly the evil and, and immoral aspects of the modern left that abortion so clearly uh, shows. So and oh, and Jen Saki, you can tell now also, if you are a, a, a Democrat liberal female, you have to show your abject disdain for what's going on here. Uh, play four. He believes
1: that it's a woman's right. It's a woman's body and it's her choice. Why
0: does the president Who does he believe that should look out for the inborn
1: child? He believes that it's up to a woman to make those decisions uh, and up to a woman to make those decisions with her doctor. I know you've never faced those choices, nor have you ever been pregnant. But for women out there who have faced those choices, this is an incredibly difficult thing. The president believes their right should be respected.
0: It's not a real right. I'm sorry. I know people. Uh, but even honest left-wing lawyers will tell you it's not actually a, it's not good law so they can say that oh it should be a right but it's not in the constitution that's a fantasy but more to the point why is Jen Psaki assuming the gender of that male reporter she doesn't know Democrats insist that men can get pregnant too well if men can get pregnant too and I know that's psychotic but they say this you've heard them say it if men can get pregnant too then how can she know that that male reporter, and of course we're assuming, we don't know how he identifies. I don't even know who the reporter was, but it was a guy. If we're assuming his gender. Oof, we're making so many, so many errors, so many microaggressions. Jen Psaki should say, I'm sorry, I know as a man you may have, fo- you may have faced the choice of being pregnant because men can get pregnant, comma, because that's what Democrats believe. You know they believe this. They say it out loud. They, they are serious about this. And they're absurd. And they should be mocked for it. And then they pretend to be the party of science. Sure. All right. I love my pillows. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, somebody who has a my pillow on his bed. I've got the Giza dream sheets. I've got the my slippers, my towels. There's a reason that this company is so successful. And Mike Lindell's created a great American brand. Once you try the stuff they've got, the mattress topper, the towels, the slippers, the Giza dream sheets, going to be a game changer for your sleep too it's just they're all they're all made with the specific idea of giving you the best highest quality product they possibly can listeners like you have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and every time you buy a product from my pillow you're standing with mike and all of his employees and everybody who supports him against cancel culture because you know the left has gone after mike big time buy a my pillow or any of the my pillow products today Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square. You're going to see rotational offers up to 66% off on products like their pillows, the mattress topper, and the Giza sheets, but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. Just back to... The uh, Texas bill, because the libs are in total meltdown about this, which, of course, anytime the libs are in meltdown, you know, it's a it's a good thing. Um, But they're not going to let this go through normal procedure. They will tear down any institution. They'll do anything to keep uh, Roe the so-called law of the land, although the whole thing is tyrannical judicial overreach that never should have happened in the first place. Now, they'll even bring back court packing. Right. This is there's a Biden commission to study court packing. If there is an if there was an issue that might actually get uh, the Democrats to go forward, it could be this one on court packing. You know, it. this the Democrat Party is so invested in this. Uh, here is Jen Psaki saying, yeah, we're going to, you know, nice Supreme Court. You got there. It'd be a shame if something happened to it if you don't allow abortion for any reason all nine months of a pregnancy. Play nine.
1: The president's view on the expansion of courts has not changed. Uh, He also wants this Group, this commission to take a close look at a range of issues, not just court expansion, which is an important question for them exa- to examine, but term limits and a range of questions that are uh, the commission is looking at. I will also note, though, Jeff, that in the president's statement today, he also made very clear and in, in pretty strong terms uh, his viewpoints on the, uh, the ruling of the Supreme Court in this case.
0: Hmm. Court packing, huh? AOC has even is not even hiding it. She's out there saying, you know, we should have um, we, we should have a elimination of the filibuster over this. Right. So that's you need to eliminate, you eliminate the filibuster and then you start packing the cord. And she's saying this is an obvious choice. Now, I know she's represents the left wing of her party, but what wing of the party really calls the shots in the Democrat world? It's not. Well, what is the, Bi- the Biden wing? Is yeah, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna be up here and saying they'll say well, you know, it's all a front, my friends. It's false. It's like Biden is a false flag almost for the Democrats because he's not really calling the shots. But beyond that, his ideology isn't even at the head of the party. There are other people who are much more influential in the decision making process of this White House. And I would argue that AOC is one of them. I mean, she, she can flip on Instagram and all of a sudden you've got someone who has you know a million views. All Democrats, all base voters for the crazy lunatic left. Joe Biden is entirely replaceable for the Democrats. He's just a guy. He had the name recognition and seemed inoffensive enough that they could pretend that he wasn't representing a party full of commies, basically. That's that's really what it all turned into. So I'm, I'm going to continue to watch this one uh, closely here. Um, oh, wait. I also love when, like, bro Cuomo weighs in to tell us all about the science. Um, here he is. There, We just had a bad storm in New York. And as surely as, you know, night follows day, they're going, oh, it's climate change. It's climate change. And they, and they think that this is smart. They think this makes them sound intelligent and well-read and wise play 16. And the people who roll their eyes about climate crisis. A lot of you are the same people who rolled your eyes at the vaccine, rolled your eyes at the pandemic. Maybe it's time to straighten your eyes out and start seeing what's right in front of you. Yeah, Chris, you know, I agree. Um, you have a house you're building on the beach in the Hamptons, right? And even if it's not on the beach, it's in the Hamptons. So it's close enough to the beach that the rising seas. So I would just offer to Chris Cuomo to sell me whatever the market rate is of his new beach house that he's building. I think he should sell it to me at half price, and I'm doing him a favor because it's going to be underwater in 10 or 15 years. So clearly there's a really limited window here, but I'm willing to take that risk. I will take Cuomo's beach house off his hands. Forget half price. We'll, we'll do it we'll do 25%, 25% of the value I'll, I'll take the uh, the beach house off his hands, you know? I think that's fair, right? Because like, I'm not going to have the house for that long because of, cli- of the climate crisis. Wait, what? You don't think he'll do it? Oh, you mean they're all a bunch of frauds? And this is a pseudo religion for people who have no meaning and no character and no honor? Yes. Oh, I know. I've, I've, I figured that one out, too. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, the people that are going to lecture us in the science, the ones who say men can get pregnant. Hmm, yeah, sure. Men can get pregnant. And notice how they just, they pretend, and this is very, uh, <laughs> it's very obvious what's going on here. They pretend that the only people, the only people out there who don't want to get the shot, don't want to get the vaccine, are MAGA hat wearing Trump supporters, even though by by percentages, of black and Latino Americans in major cities are the least vaccinated group in the country. They keep saying it's access bull crap. It's not access. I, I just I, everywhere I go, there are free covid shot sites. I mean, you, you drive all over New York City. They've got roving. Uh, they've got roving vehicles. I mean, they'll give you a shot anywhere. They're all over the place. It right, is very easy to get the shot. Everybody knows about it. It's not, it's not an access problem. Oh, And by the way, it's, it's well, I was going to say it's getting the shot once. Of course, it's not. Now it's getting the shot three times. Uh, but anyone who wanted to get this very easily could. Um, here you go. Here, here's speaking of how many times you're going to get the shot. Here's Dr. F- Dr. Fauci. I know. Have you missed him? I've missed him, too. He's the worst. He's a little totalitarian smurf. And he just wants to appear on television to tell you that, you know, you're never going to stop hearing from him. For some reason, he is the science. It's not that he even speaks about about science. He is the science. So play 12, please. And if it is durable, then you're going to have very likely a three dose regimen being the routine regimen. But we'll just have to wait to make sure that that's the case when the data get presented to the FDA. A three dose regimen, a three dose regimen. That's not what we were told. Right. So that that changed pretty quickly, didn't it? Why would three dose? I I would want to know this. Oh, there's so many questions. Could you imagine if Fauci actually had to sit down with somebody who knew something And was and was going to ask him real questions like here's one I'd want to know, because he would just fall back on the usual talking points. I am the science. I am the data. Uh, No, but I would want to know, Okay, what makes you certain or even confident that given how quickly uh, the initial vaccination wore off after the two dose regimen that most of them were? I know the Johnson and Johnson's one. What makes you confident this will last longer than another six months? And how can you tell us what the side effect profile will be of a third time you're going to be using mRNA uh, technology to tell your body to build antibodies to this virus? How, how can you know with that? We all know that the side effects from the second shot from a two dose regimen of either Pfizer or Moderna was substantially more, uh, you know, more rough side effects in the first shot everyone i know who got it said the same thing about that so why would a third shot be any different than that and what what would that even mean they don't know they don't know but you see this is you it's like the dmv is running our entire life uh day to day now except they're putting shots in your arms and they're and and they act like if you don't listen to them you're killing people So imagine if you walked in the DMV and not only did you have that level of stupidity, dysfunction and sloth on display, but you also had people who were completely unaccountable and believed that if you don't listen to them, you're killing people. That's what Fauci has turned the NIH and the CDC into. It's like the DMV. Is in charge of everything under the guise of health. And we're never, gonna, we're never going to get away from this. We're never going to get away from it. It's never going to happen, which I find very frustrating, but there's not much we can do. All right, roll call time, everybody. Remember, facebook.com slash Buck Sexton. I've got to bring you into the happy place here for a moment. Because um, I know it's right now. Well, the, the good news is that you and I were right about Biden being a buffoon and being terrible at being president. So, yay, we were right. The bad news is that he's president and all that is true. So We will get into it for sure. Facebook.com slash Buck Sexton. Remember, you can email us teambuck at iheartmedia.com. Corinna, hey, it's so great, Buck, to hear your dulcet tones coming across the airwaves via the EIB golden microphone. Shields high, OSS Corinna. OSS for Original Saturday Squad. Corina, um, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And uh, continue to please listen and write in when you can. Catherine, with a Y. Two words for your SEC game at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Roll Tide. I'm assuming that's like Alabama, right? That's an Alabama thing. So, yay. There we go. Jamie writes, Buck, I know you're always asking about great shows to watch. Sorry if you've heard this 10,000 times, but have you tried The Chosen? It's basically a dramatized gospel. Usually putting Jesus on a screen is a big fail, but I think this is different. Jesus has done extraordinarily well, but the apostles, Pharisees, Romans are amazing. A religious drama, not dripping with cheese. Do try it, three episodes at least before you give up. All right, Jamie, I'll I'll find it. I don't even know where to watch it and haven't even heard of it, to be honest with you. Uh, Graham writes in, hey, Buck, I love the continued podcast. I'm glad you're still doing it. I'm writing to say I hope you'll watch the Clemson UGA game on ABC. I'm a Clemson graduate. I think you'd love our football coach. William Swinney goes by Dabo Swinney. Weird name, I know. It has something to do with his baby brother when they were kids. Anyway, he's a very inspirational speaker, very Christian man. Uh, graduate his players and does it the right way. It's like that old EF, TV, EF Hutton TV commercial. When Dabo speaks, I listen. Check him out. All right. Well, everybody, we had a little quick roll call there. I want you all to have a great weekend. Uh, Please, if you can, take some time to relax, reflect, do something that you really enjoy, find some quiet time to read a really good book. I'm actually in the middle of um, almost finished with already, actually, uh, with The Old Breed, which is about uh, the war in the Pacific, World War II, Marines. Uh, It's a great, great book. Really, really enjoying it. So, Send me some uh, book recommendations. Send me some some things that you're into. And I'll be back with you all Tuesday. I'm going to be out on Monday, an actual day of vacation. I can't believe it. Tuesday back here on the show, Shields High.